Welcome back to Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, especially when you're the real champion. This is Wrestling Cheers. We like to talk about things going on Northeast Ohio, independent wrestling scene. We preview shows, we review shows, and sometimes we even have interviews along the way. This is a review of AIW's Hell on Earth 17. I'm your host, Justin Summers, and Wrestling Cheers is brought to you by Midwest Territory. Please rate, review, and subscribe your ever list to this fine podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music, or Podbean, WrestlingCheers.Podbean.com. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Facebook.com slash WrestlingCheers, Twitter.com slash WrestlingCheers, and Instagram.com slash WrestlingCheers. Email, if you so choose, desire WrestlingCheers at gmail.com. Like I said, this is a review of AIW's Hell on Earth 17. I've already introduced myself in this week. Joining us is Pam. Hello. How uh, how are you doing? Um, I guess I'm all right today. I did not work today. I was off. Um, I've had a exhausting last couple of weeks at that place. So I guess having a day off is nice, but I'm pooped. I'm still tired. I'm, I'm just perpetually tired at this point. I don't even know why I even fucking bother. How about you? How are you? I <laughs> uh, just went back to work today after a nine-day vacation. Nice. Is he really giving out $100 bills right now? Are those real? Sorry, Raw's distracting me. I never watch Raw, but Dexter Loomis is literally just walking around giving out $100 bills to these children. Well, Dexter Morgan the cat's not giving out any uh, any money, but he, he, is, he is laying down, enjoying himself, not uh, fucking with anything, thankfully. Silas the cat is chilling right now too, so hopefully both of our cats stay on their best behavior tonight. I never so we can make it through this review in one piece. I never know with Dexter, because I don't know where he'll he'll just get up and be like, oh, like I want loves now, like pet me. So he's got to like walk over the mixer and then he'll he'll hit buttons and he'll he'll play sounds, have it stop recording, bump into other wires so the computer makes noise on the recording that i have to go back and edit out not a huge deal but still like pain the fucking ass so right now he's 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 fine yeah i'm very fortunate that uh my cat doesn't like to do stuff like that he does not walk on top of things and or disturb things luna i had to put her up so she wouldn't disturb us tonight but Silas is chill. Luna would have fucking just disrupted everything, shut down the computer, the full nine. So I had, I had to lock her up in my room. There have been times in recordings that I have to like take Dexter, put him on the floor and kind of shoo him away. Like, like get away from here. Like, I mean, right now I wouldn't do it. Cause like, he's just laying down, but when he just gets in there, like, Hey, can, can I love on you? Or like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm just going to walk around on stuff. Like, let me, let me explore. They're so dumb, but love them so much. And I always say the funniest. 
the funniest the funniest thing about me is like I wasn't a cat guy. Oh, I've always loved cats. I I mean I somewhat liked cats, but like if like even when Stacy interviewed me for Super Fantastic, you know, he had the question, you know, cats or dogs. And I at that point it was I had Dexter and Zool, but I'm like, I like Zool more. Now right. it's uh I'm I think I'm gonna pick cats. Yeah, I'm a cat guy for life. And cat videos are always fun. Mm-hmm. I don't there are dog videos, but see that's where I get picky. If it's a French bulldog, cool. If it's another breed, we'll see. <laughs> but with cats, like I don't give a fuck. It's a cat. Sh- sh- show me your cat video. I love it. They're so funny. All right, so yeah, we got a uh, Hell on Earth seventeen. Uh, normally, like talk about meet and greets and everything, but I didn't really do one, and there wasn't really a big one. Like uh, uh, me and Ed talked about on the preview. It was, your two big names there were Cardona and Slamovich. And like, I bought something off Cardona, but it wasn't for me. It was for Adam Van. <laughs> so I was buying it for him, took took it out to the car, shipped it out the next day. He yes. should have it by the time this airs. Hopefully it's not damaged like the package he received today. Yeah, that's all I was kind of worried about. I mean, granted, I did like I put bubble wrap on it. I put like uh, certain extra packaging. It's I think it's this always comes down to like your local uh post office and it clearly like that's his i know when i lived in a different part of akron i would get you know some damage mail from time to time so i'm like okay like that's this post office where i'm at now i've never had an issue thankfully like if i get one like one random one it's like okay because that could be from whoever's sending me something but i've it doesn't seem to be a pattern Mine likes to shove things into the tiny little mailbox that i have because i have Ugh. like a shared up the street kind of mailbox. I fucking hate it. Oh, I hate those. But, yeah. I'm I, ready to get a P.O. box. <laughs> the trailer park I grew up in had like one of those towards the front of the park. And it's just like so many mailboxes. And I, I never knew. I still don't know like which mailbox was ours. My dad knew. He was the one that like went and got the mail. <laughs> but I didn't have that uh, excitement of like waiting for mail and be able to like Oh, the mail's coming. Like, oh, I, I can go get it. Right. Like, I had to wait for my dad to come home from work so I can I can get whatever it was. But my concern, and I've only done like a couple, I bought a couple things like this where I could run into that. Most things I buy, I'm not worried about the condition it comes in because like maybe it's a shirt and like that's not going to be an issue or other things where I the, like the package has to be severely fucked up. Right. I'm always worried because I've seen the nightmares. I will uh i bought some vinyl online i'm always afraid that that's going to come fucked up luckily like our mailbox is like shallow but tall and like it couldn't even fit one but i always think of like the the traditional mailbox and i've heard those horror stories where people are like like bend the package to get it in there and you know whoever like opens it up it's like boom they got a like a vinyl like you know busted in half Oh, so a couple a couple years ago for Christmas, I ordered a Descendants album for Stacy, if I'm not mistaken, or some it was some sort of vinyl. But I also ordered like a beanie and something else with it, and it came in a, uh, it was a square box, but it was like thin. Uh huh. So it was like literally just like the vinyl, the hat, and it was a scarf, vinyl hat and a scarf, and it was sized enough to where it could have fit in my mailbox but thankfully my mailman was smart and just put it on the ground yeah. by my door 
Like, I was like, I never even thought about that. Now that you say it, I'm glad that I haven't ordered anything like that since I've moved here because, Jesus Christ, I don't even know what would have happened to it. I've already had something stolen from my mailbox this year, so. No shit. Why not? What happened? Yeah, it was. Um, so Stacy got me a t-shirt from Cavity Colors, uh, around his birthday. So beginning of March, because they had had it on sale. It was like a late birthday gift for me though, because my birthday is like right before his. Yeah. And so we ordered it and he got an email saying, you know, it's going to be delivered in like a week. So at that time I wasn't going up to check the mailbox unless I absolutely had to. And they had like it had been delivered and we didn't get a notification about it until like days later some bullshit and so when i went up to check it it was gone like my t-shirt was fucking gone and it was one of the sickest mars attacks t-shirts i've ever seen and i will never be able to own because when we contacted Cavity Colors about our package being stolen, they wanted us to file a police report and wouldn't give us our money back or send us another T-shirt. So I uh, I do not own that T-shirt, and I'm sad. It was a bright lime green tie-dye Mars Attacks. It was so fucking sick. This will probably be the only good thing I really say about this company, but literally a year ago... I made an order from Pro Wrestling Tees, and uh, part of my package was going to be a um, Broski of the Week shirt, and I was going to get my picture with Cardona with it, and gotcha. it was supposed to be delivered on a certain day, and like I got the notification, and when I got home, wasn't there. Now, I don't know if it was stolen or just delivered to the wrong place. Not 100% sure, because I, I, could, I could see either them happening, because I've seen... And had, you know, packages delivered to the wrong address. Right. Uh, so I I do the, like, necessary things. I file a complaint with the Postal Service. I file a police report. And I get a hold of Pro Wrestling Tees. And I'm like, hey, like, this is what happened. And they sent me out a new order, like, fairly quick. I was kind of worried I was going to have to wait that, like, damn near two weeks to get another package but i think i got it within a within about a week nice so the only thing that sucks is they didn't send me tracking just one day it showed up and i was like oh cool so like that's only like the, i mean their customer service isn't great to the point of like i and I've, i think i've heard people talk about this i tried calling their customer service because they have a customer service phone number but i swear to god it's just a fucking um number for people to call and like probably fills up a voicemail and i delete them like there's i called different times nobody ever answered and i think i do think it went to a voicemail but eventually i was like fuck it i want to email them like i need i need to figure out what's going on like am I, can i get my money back or you know obviously because luckily i mean your situation was like limited and run shit this it's like okay you know fire up to your dtg and like send me out a new order and i right. i i figured like i've ordered enough from them for them to go okay he's never done this before and he's had right. many, he's had orders that were you know this high it's not like I just ordered a random $500 order and then I'm like, oh, yeah, I didn't get this one. Like, no, like, granted, it wasn't a $500 order. It might have been close to 100 but still. Exactly. No, I get that. Um, also, I sent you a picture of that so you could see what it looked like. Okay, yeah. Um, but I, I did yeah. have, I think, a package stolen. And this, this killed me for a while. 
uh, it was like right when I went to orientation for my job the first time I worked at the company and I had ordered uh, like a marshmallow uh, Stay Puff Marshmallow Man Funko Pop. Okay. And it was like one of the ones that I needed to get closer to completing my collection. One that was like more, a little bit harder to find, a little bit more expensive. And I didn't notice the notification, I think later on Sunday, because it did arrive on a Sunday. And when I asked my roommate about it, he's like, I don't, I didn't, I didn't see anything. And this is the same place that literally two weeks later, I'll say, maybe even like a little bit a week later, but at least two weeks later, my car was stolen. Ew. Granted, partially my fault, and I say partially because I did leave it running out in front of the house uh, to warm up. And this car had a little bit of loud exhaust. And as I'm coming back downstairs from my room, I'm noticing I'm not hearing it. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I walk out there, no car. And I hadn't been at this job that long. And I had to be like, yeah, um, I'm not going to make it in today because uh, my car is stolen and then i had the other fun part of that story where at that time i didn't have car insurance didn't have car insurance for like a number of years and uh the not co- like stacy and the cop asked me he's like oh do you, who do you got for insurance and it had to be like i i, I, I don't have any <laughs> luckily he didn't bust shamey, me for shamey. it i, I was kind of sc- i was kind of scared that like I admit this to him, and then like once I we I did end up getting the car back later that day, and they did find it, and they like chased the guy, and he was arrested, whatever. But uh, he, I was afraid I was going to get in the car, and the cop was going to be like, "Oh yeah, oh you're driving without no insurance." Right, I would have sucked hard. But anyways, meet and greets. I didn't meet and greet anybody. I don't like Matt and Masha's all right, but I didn't didn't feel like meeting and greeting. Yeah, they're just. It was a lot of like, I mean, your normal people and like those two, and even like at this point, like, how many people are coming for a Cardona meet and greet? I mean, you're gonna have you, some. You're gonna have some. I was gonna say you'd be surprised, but but I'm not saying as, not as many as there were. Yeah, I'm gonna like like comparing it to like last Hell on Earth. Oh yeah, for sure. So like the number the number's definitely gone down. Like Masa Slamovich was was kind of cool, but I'm like I'm not I wasn't hardcore into her. Cool to see her live, and we'll we'll get to that, but. Yeah, this was uh, almost a fairly cheap day for me, except for this came during intermission where I was right around where the Bitcoin boys were. And this woman brings like a basket of cookies and stuff up to Eric. And I'm like, oh, what, what do you what do you got there? What's going on? Turns out it's, it was his girlfriend and they were it was for them to sell. Cookies were two for a dollar. They were snickerdoodles and they had hot cocoa bombs. I think one for three or two for five. I wish I would have known that. I would have fucking bought something. Since I was right there and I was hungry. Uh, yeah, I, w- I would ate a snickerdoodle. Damn, I'm mad. You know, finding out the snickerdoodles were two for a dollar. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, like kind of kind of upset. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, give me two packs there. Uh, they were good. They were very good. I even joked around with Eric later, like, you know, kind of, you know, the, the Candace market of cupcakes, you know, LMAO as she's on my TV screen right now, <laughs> <laughs> like that, that market's kind of opened up at AIW that no one's really filled. Mm-hmm. So like, I, I mean, granted, I'm not saying her cookies are on the same level as Candace's cupcakes, but I mean, you got two cookies for a dollar, like that's good. And the, the cool thing was too, like, cause like, I, I mean, I don't really carry cash and I'd send something to Eric and he's like, oh, we got 
we got a square reader. He's like, no excuses now. And I'm like, shit. And then he's like, oh yeah, with, uh, we'll give you a free sticker with that. And then he's like, do you want to buy anything else? I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I look at everything. And I'm like, I'll take a Bitcoin boys pin. <laughs> Didn't necessarily want a shirt. And I was just like, fuck, got me. I'm already spending <laughs> money. So yeah, I spent that, spent $12 towards the Bitcoin boys. That was, uh, the only money I spent. I bought jerky off of Kaplan. I showed up potentially too late for that. This is like the, one of the latest I've ever shown up to an AIW show. I'm normally there before doors open and I showed up at like seven. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, even with the delay, you were plenty on time. So, yeah. Oh, that, I mean, that halfway pissed me off only because I'll explain two things. Like, granted, I was running behind that day. I made the mistake and I use that lately. Uh, I decided on Friday I was going to go to the exchange. The exchange ah. is, is not a an easy place for me to go to because there's a lot of like things I'm looking for. So I have to like check a lot of different artists, a lot of different like formats, different genres. And I'm just like bouncing around that store. So that took time. Gotcha. And I always spend a lot of money. I spent like $90 there. So, uh, you know who likes the exchange? Everybody. Shaw Mason. <laughs> we'll talk about him later. <laughs> I think he works there. Yeah, I'm not sure, but I I just remember seeing it on the back of his his get up. I think he works for one, and I, I'm debating on whether I want to ask him or just go to different ones and see if I run into him. But, uh, so yeah, I end up like just running behind on shit, and then I wanted to get food, and I wanted the Pilgrim, because I only had one this year, and I'm like, I could really go for another one. Even though I only had one, too. Even though it was a day after Thanksgiving, I'm like, I'll, I can, I can do one more and just, just one more pilgrim. I'll be fine. But I was running so late. I was like, fuck, I'm just, I'm going to get food afterwards. So I was kind of in a rush to get to the venue. And there was also the fact of, I bought a uh, front row ticket the day of, because there were some that opened up and that shout out to John Thorne who actually hit me up and said like, Hey, he knew I was looking, I wanted one. I wanted to upgrade. And he's like, do you, do you still want a front row sit seat? I'm like, fuck yeah, I do. So paid for it, but I wasn't, I didn't, wasn't, wasn't given a seat with my name on it. Like I had to go claim one of them. So gotcha. I, was kind of, I was kind of in that of like, I got to at least get there and like claim my seat. And so you got right in with Mike. So that worked out. Yeah. At least you knew somebody. The only thing that sucked. Cause I was like, I'll just, I'll just get gecko afterwards. These motherfuckers aren't 24 hours anymore. At least the kitchens some, aren't. Some are, some aren't. It all depends on where you're at. The, the one in Ravenna is a 24-hour kitchen. That that one makes sense. That was the one I used to always go to because I lived in Ravenna. But the one, there was two somewhat close to the venue. I, I, I One in Menor and I forget where the other one was. And when I went to go like order it, it was like, oh, like what time do you want it in the future? And it was all like in the morning. Because like, I was ordering, I was ordering it around, trying to order around midnight. So it's like, oh yeah, I'm going to order the next day because... By the time I get there, it's going to be after midnight. No. Right. I couldn't get anything till like morning. And I even tried the two by me just to be like, these are open. These kitchens are open 24 hours, right? Nope. Both of them said the same thing. Wouldn't let me pick something up till like eight in the morning. And I was like, That's fuck. I was like, fuck. Well, I'm like on my way in the way that I came, like right down the road, there's a, a sheets, uh, not sheets, um, speedway kitchen. I'll go there. I walk in. Kitchen's closed. I'm like, motherfucker. I'm like, fine. I'll go to Old Faithful. I'm going to fucking Sheets. I had to wait for my food a little bit longer because, I mean, that was kind of expected. But nonetheless, those four 
snickerdoodle saved me because I had to wait even longer for food. Yeah, I don't know which sheets we stopped at, but like there, my drink was done ASAP. And then it literally took so long for my food. And somebody said it was probably the one that so they stopped at on the way home. And somebody was being trained. I don't think this girl was being trained. She was literally moving like the sloth in Zootopia. Like, I could not fucking handle it. And I, I drank my entire milkshake pretty much while I was in there. I'm like, cool. I wish I would have got a large. Like, I would have enjoyed it longer. But, like... It took forever, and I'm like, I'm starving. I just want to eat. Like, <laughs> give me my food. Mine was right down the road from the venue. Where did we eat? Which sheets did we eat at? Was it right down the road from the venue? Yeah, it was that one, too. The one with uh, Cracker Barrel next door? Cracker Barrel next door? Cracker Barrel next door? Yeah, I'm not sure about that. Okay. I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> it, it's a little blurry, no. Because I was just so hungry, and I'm like, I just want to eat. <laughs> so yeah, the if I knew that they were going to be that late, I I probably would have tried to stop and get a pilgrim. The right. only thing, like I said, I would have had to worry about is there were that the possible seats I could have sat in uh, for the the front row that was available, and I I don't know what I would have got. I think the other ones that were an option that, that I am kind of pissed that I got there late was front row by the ramp gotcha and that would those would have been cool seats especially with everything happening like right there right with everything that did happen for sure yeah we um we were potentially going to get front row as well that day um but decided just to stay ga and we weren't much behind the rows anyway so it's like we still had pretty good seats for where we were uh ended up seeing pretty much everything so it wasn't like we missed out on a bunch i i got to see that crazy spot so yeah things it was it was not bad seats i'm glad i stuck with the ga a bunt or the bleacher hurts my butt after a while but they're not terrible yeah i'm kind of that way with uh bleacher seating too i don't know with metal but with wooden bleachers i can get very uncomfortable mm-hmm. old mount caramel bleachers I never sat in the bleach. I think I was front row for every show that I went to there, except for, I think only one. There was one show that I had to get second row. Best seat in the goddamn house was sitting at the top of the bleachers, man. See, that's when I, that's when I learned I wanted to sit on the side that hard cam was on because I got better pictures. And then I recently switched that to like for at the Odeon. Like I want to be on the, I want to be on the side right by the ramp because <laughs> i get really good pictures there mm-hmm. and when it's when it's jaylit and you're like right by ringside there's like no there's no barricade in front of you right but yeah uh, hell on earth that was that, that that covers the meet and greets the intermission and the post show <laughs> i was happy i got my food and you know went home but all right let's uh let's get into this card we started things off with Masha Slamovich versus Jocelyn Navarro. I kind of surprised we started off with this. I wasn't sure what we were going to start off with, but um, I'm glad Joss and Masha started off hot and got things going for us. Uh, what were your thoughts on this match? Okay. Um. So anytime anybody chops anybody in the chest, like it looks painful. I'm sure it feels painful, but 
my gosh, like the way that they were tearing into each other. Oh my god, Masha just fucking ripped into Joss's chest, and I felt that shit. I'm like, dude, no, stop. Um, but those two were definitely starting off hot and put on a really great match. Um, I fucking love Joss, and she's just gotten to do so much in her time at AIW, and I hope she continues to keep killing it and devours whoever comes in next. What I would like to see out of AIW, and this isn't me complaining, because it's just one of those things you you have to find these people. We're lucky, lucky with Joss of her li- living so close. I would like AIW to get another Jocelyn. Not saying I want her replaced, but having like that caliber around and, or someone who is like really getting better. And she is like the AIW women's division right now. And if we could clone that and get another woman to be that good and have that spotlight, I think that would be so amazing. And like, that's not a knock at Joss because a huge fan, but how, how many of these opponents is she going to get? Right. Which again, like I want to sound like I'm complaining because I'm not, I'm, I'm absolutely not. I love like when matches like this get announced, like, fuck yeah, you know, Jocelyn's get to go on against Masha. She gets to go up against AK. She gets to go up against Lou Fisto. She gets to go up against um, yeah, Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa. Thunder yeah, Rosa. There we there go. go. <laughs> She's been off my TV so long. I can't remember. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, like it's always so cool to see that shit. Mm-hmm. But it would be kind of cool to see someone else to be that good living close by that could also kick ass. And like really help build this division to even another level to now we can have, I don't even want to say like we're taken away from Jocelyn. You can have two women on the card that are both getting those matches. And I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's fucking great for, for Jocelyn. Love it. And like I said, I was, I was surprised to see like, this was the match we were starting off with. And just cause like normal, I I can't remember the last time, like a women's match let off an AIW show. Right. But if you're going to do it, you're going to do it with these two because Masha is like, she's like nobody else, at least yeah, of, they, that we see a lot. They said something on commentary how she's wrestled like a hundred and some matches this year. And it's like insane. Like Masha has like been out there killing it. And to even get her in and like have a match and do things with us was rad. Um girl gotta be tired man (laughs) and she put on a hell of a hell of a match with joss like the past like two or three years like she's just been so many places Mm -hmm. like for me i think there's two people two women on the independent scene that i've heard so much the past three years her and billy Mm -hmm. i just names you hear getting tossed around of like this is my favorite women's wrestler or this women's wrestler is going up against one of those two at this company. And then there's going to be at this company. And they're going to be at this company and this co- and where it's goddamn. Right. Uh, any other thoughts? Um, I hope we get Masha in another appearance in the future. Um, hopefully it, it could be against anybody, but hopefully she comes back. Um, but yeah, good things for Josh. I love her new gear. She looks super cute. Um, yeah. I mean, Josh, I, was pretty, jo- I was pretty tipsy at the beginning of the show, so <laughs> I don't remember a whole, whole lot from 
of first couple matches. Jocelyn has really upgraded when it comes to uh, her outfits. Like her mm-hmm. gear, her gear pre AIW wasn't the best. Like I, I kind of want to say like some of it was just kind of bland or boring. But she's she's added a lot, lot more to it. Like I remember not really being a big fan of when like she always like had like a piece of caution tape on her from from an outsider looking in. I was like, I don't understand. Like, what's this about? Like, I I knew of Jocelyn. I'd seen her handful of times, but I didn't get what the caution tape dealt with anything. But since coming to AIW, that's gone on to a completely different level. And, you know, even like herself, like she's talked about how she's like mixed it up to where, you know, she never, she didn't do two pieces until this year. Right. And I think like after she debuted it, she's like, I don't know why I didn't do it sooner. Yeah. I saw that tweet. She's adorable. I love her. Only want good things for her. And it was, uh, you know, Jocelyn pinning Masha for the win. Let's move on to the next one. All right. Next up, we had like the Duke coming out and he basically explained that. Josh Prohibition wasn't going to be here because the Bitcoin boys beat him down after uh, wrestling practice one day this week. Therefore, um, Bitcoin boys had an open challenge for any tag team in the back. And then like there, there was also a thing of it was kind of announced that if youth in Asia would have beat the Bitcoin boys at hell on earth, they would have got the opportunity to go up against PME, like giving Josh what he wanted of he wanted PME or one in Philly. So uh, the Duke kind of mentioned that whole thing and told uh, PME to keep uh, the Bitcoin boys name out of their mouth. So that's something kind of got going on there. You know, Bitcoin boys still being competitors within the tag team division. Well, don't give a fuck who you are, but this, like I said, led to an open challenge and it was answered by Vic vice and Hendrix Hawkins, which, I I think there was a name for the tag team, but I don't remember it. I do not remember it either. I think it was said and it was the first time I heard it, but I was like doing the the tweet for the opening of the match. And I still had to explain in so many words, like what was going on with the Duke and Josh Prohibition and why we're not getting the match we were getting. So I I swear it was said, but I, I didn't commit it to memory. So I'm sorry. It was the, Steve said it, but the way that he said it from where I was sitting, I couldn't tell what he said. It was just, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it just womps. So I didn't catch it either, but because you're a little tipsy. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. I just, I just haven't committed it to memory. So uh, apologies to Vic Vice and Hendrick Hawkins for not getting uh, the tag team name yet. I know last time that I blanked on some names, uh, two particular individuals, the tag team got really mad at me and like flicked me off at the next show and all that shit. So I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm not gonna, I want to apologize for not committing the name to memory yet, but much like the other two, I end up getting their name right and committing it to memory. <laughs> Took me a little while, but so yeah. Um, Bitcoin boys versus Vic and Hawkins thoughts on the match. Um, so Vic and Hendrix are, still coming out of the academy still fresh meat in the tag team division um in even wrestling itself and these two have really started putting stuff together and they're really coming coming along very well and starting to put on good matches 
it's like every time they come out, they just improve more and more, and they really put on a match against these two, and Bitcoin boys, you know, they always deliver, and Mikey always doing some crazy shit. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, and then the Duke, because, you know, the Duke just being the Duke. One thing that I really like about this particular class, meaning the, the recent class, Mm-hmm. is that we have it to where, you know, we now have like a tag team in the class and we also have some singles competitors going back to the last full class that they had. Cause you have the pandemic class, which was just members only. Right. Which sucks for, sucks for them that they had like, that, that was what they got. But I mean, they, they at least did get to finally debut and everything, but it wasn't the same kind of experience of like, well, here's our fresh meat show or here's, Here's this where your scramble match debut is going to be. Uh, so going back to the 2019, that started out as four individuals that turned into two tag teams and everything before right. that was a lot of, there were mostly singles competitors, but you did have no consequences like working together. But like, I don't know. I never felt they were like 100% tag teams, but now, yeah. but now we're like, we're getting a lot of more diversity in the type of wrestler. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Cause even with these two, they, just recently came together as a tag team mm-hmm. like and have performed well individually so like they're versatile and that's good and like right now they they just feel like two dudes that were put together but going back to that 2019 class that's kind of what those tag teams felt like but now we got fucking bulking season are they are i mean they're the fucking champions and you have the bitcoin boys in this match and both of those teams feel like tag teams so I'm real I'm really excited to see what Vic and Hendrix can do going forward, especially when I remember their tag team name or committed to memory, because I, I think they are going to they're gonna be a pretty good tag team. But it's it's gonna take a while for things to gel together. And even if it's simple stuff of just like getting matching gear or whatever, like I I don't think Bitcoin Boys started off with matching gear, but now like they got something. And it's not like a hundred percent matching, like identical. Like they both have like different cuts. I remember like noticing during this match, cause I was kind of thinking of when uh, tag teams have matching gear or just like managing to work together. Like how Artie has like transformed from when he was just wearing a, a red and white striped singlet and Chuck was wearing a fucking cheeseburger singlet. Right. Like, Love, I love, art, the, love seeing that, that old Artie singlet, man. That fucking killed me. Look like fucking where it's Waldo and shit. I I look back at that four way match uh, that they all debuted in, and it was like I liked Artie because like I knew he was gonna like eventually be at old. Like he was like a perfect fit for it. So I love that someone was doing something like that. Right. Um. Everybody loved Mikey because like he was like the one student from that class that just kind of like we all kind of coming out everybody knew it was and i mean that was the same thing with bishop same thing with wes so so like he had a backing already fucking chuck comes out to fat by weird al and i'm like all right i like this guy like this guy's pretty awesome and wearing the fucking singlet like the only one i didn't know anything about was fucking eric and i love eric it's great yeah i think it was that show when and Chuck came out, he said he was the fattest guy in the room, and so he was like, <laughs> not when I'm in here. Can't say that when I'm around. 
I don't think it was the fattest guy in the room, but it was still like, man, you're not even the fattest guy in this room. <laughs> right. It was something it was something along the lines of that. And it was just like, LMAO. That's so funny. Yeah, because I think I've heard Stacy say that word. It's like, you were not, you're not even the fattest guy in this room. Maybe he was the fattest in the AW or something. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. Not sure. It's been so long, but I don't it still know. Serves if, a good laugh. I don't know if that that uh, shows up on Fight Plus yet. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not sure. I haven't been on there myself personally. He pulls up like he pulled up the show and stuff from the other night. And started watching it. I haven't subscribed yet. I will eventually. I did unsubscribe from IWTV though. It took me like an extra month or so after it was announced, or at least after that the uh, AIW was leaving that I I pulled the plug on it because I want to say they announced it like right after like my shit renewed for a month and I'm like oh okay and then after my I hate when that happens after my shit renewed I think in October I was just like yeah I'm just gonna cancel like I'll get either whatever refund or I'll get it till my next bill was supposed to come out and I just yeah because at that point the only thing that I missed I will admit I only watched the first two wrestler life shows or this is my life whatever whatever it's called Mm-hmm. And I wanted to watch so many more, and I never sat down and did it. Especially when, like, the last two were Veda and Speedball. Everybody doesn't like Veda, but I, I, I still like Veda. <laughs> I wanted to watch the... Wasn't there one about Willow? I think there was. Yeah, I think that was, like, the one that they were going to put on, like, right when we canceled it, or when I at least paid attention, I noticed. I was like, oh, I'll watch that. Yeah, I missed so many good ones. I did love the Jeff Cannonball one, though. Yeah, I watched that one. I think the Edith Surreal one. I wanted I wanted to watch that, but that's when I don't want to say I fell off. It's just like sometimes like sitting down and like watching stuff like that is can just get a little bit harder for me to fit in. Mm-hmm. So back to uh this match. Yes. What did you think of it? Good things, bad things? <laughs> uh thumbs down, thumbs in the middle, or thumbs up. Uh <laughs> your thumbs up came later. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to talk about that one, but anyway. Uh, I, I, I love, I love the Bitcoin boys. Like I, I really, they've, I really they've grown on me as a tag team. They have the Duke can go elsewhere. <laughs> kidding, I, kidding. We love the Duke, but I mean, I, I really hope that like next year's their year. Now I don't want it to be, you know, Bitcoin boys win at absolution. Cause I don't want, I don't think there should always be this thing of like, you're only, you're going to win the big titles at absolution, especially when there's been two big moments like that in the past five years. Like, and like I'm just talking the tag team division because it was like that for PME finally winning. And it was like that for bulking season winning. So I don't think like the, the next title change should be at absolution, but still whenever it is. Right. I would love to see either the Bitcoin boys win the titles or this time next year, they're in line for the titles. Like that's, that's finally it. They've, they've got their match and whether it's, bulking season or another tag team like you don't think they split up before then i hope not i i think they will win tag titles before splitting up i hope so i mean i i don't want them to split up at all same z's it i mean it is kind of what happens in wrestling but exactly exactly that's why i'm like if like after the next time they go for it and they lose like does, does it happen then you know what i mean like and i've thought about that like Eric and the Duke would stay together. Together, Blah, I can't even talk. Jesus Christ, am I drunk right now? Um, but Eric and Duke would stay together. And Mikey would be by himself. Blah blah. blah. Like I've thought about that, but 
I I look at it like this because I I don't want either of them to be with the Duke. Actually, if there's going to be a breakup, have it be them <laughs> breaking up with the Duke. Elameo. Or or the Duke getting rid of of them because what really opened my eyes, and I can't remember if I've said this on the show before, but I know I've had conversations about it to where the reaction they got at Jaylit, like indiv- individually, mm-hmm. those were big reactions for, I mean, not the biggest, but like for those two, like type of matches we've seen them in, like they weren't getting the reactions I thought they would get. They They were way more. So like I figured them winning tag titles would be a big moment. And part of me says like, they don't really need the Duke. Like they could ditch the Duke before that, or they could, uh, on the way to the titles, the Duke could ditch them because he's tired of like their losing ways. And he doesn't have, and like, there doesn't have to be like the Duke picking a side. Right. Because you know, Ooh, imagine this. Imagine the Duke does get rid of the Bitcoin boys, which I, I would think they would have to change their names. Maybe. Cause like Duke, Bitcoin Boys was kind of like a thing from Duke Money ish. But imagine like that happened. Like he's he's finished with them and his new tag team. Because that's kind of been Duke's thing. It's been tag teams. Imagine it's members only. Because (laughs) that would be interesting. Do you remember that reaction when the Duke introduced the Bitcoin Boys at Absolution? And that's that's when they brought a God, they haven't done this in forever. uh, Bringing out the squirt bottles. Oh, yeah. That like the first time they did it and like we had just seen like them in a match like either earlier in the show or it was like pre-show and like I remember Ed being pissed but, you know he was they were uh, aligning with the Duke but imagine, imagine if that's flipped and it's members only it'd be real weird I don't, I don't know and, and I'll say the only reason why I'm using members only is because like I don't want to just use uh, Vic Vice and Hendrick Hawkins because they're in this match right now that we're talking about and I'm not just oh it's you know it's it's Hawkins and Vice that are gonna are gonna be the ones that the Duke backs next. I'm trying to think like like to me like if I, if it's not gonna be those two members only. What if what if he back Bang Bros? We don't need them. <laughs> you know, like, Our tag team divisions deep enough. We don't need them. Oh, what about oh my god? What if it? What if his new tag team? I'm sitting here like fantasy booking shit. And it makes sense. What if it's a money shot? Oh, Christ. I don't want them to be called Duke money shots, though. Oh, Jesus Christ. No. But the the Duke coming out with them, like, that that, that might be the pick. If, if, if he's going to get rid of Bitcoin boys, he backs them. Oh, fuck. <laughs> That'd be interesting. Because I'm, I'm hoping next year we see more of money shot. I think they, they fit in AIW. They just have only had, like, two matches one was at the winchester and the other one was at WrestleRager. the one is wrestled by himself there though right yes zach nitrum yeah but uh back to the bitcoin boys it was uh mikey pinning vic vice giving bitcoin boys the win let's move on to the next one we mentioned him earlier shaw mason versus cisco silver thoughts on this match um so things i love shaw shaw is great for being super duper fresh meat um he has wrestled a handful of times and always puts on a great match uh no matter who it's with um 
I don't really know about Cisco. I don't really care to know about Cisco. I will leave it at that. I don't care what anybody says. He's a great guy. I don't care. Um, but so Shaw, I like Shaw. I will continue to like Shaw. Um, his family is fantastic. His sister is hilarious. Um, I love having her at the shows now. She definitely cracks me up. Um, but yeah, Shaw is fantastic. And I, I can't say that enough. Like this young man has gone out and done some shit over the last couple of months. And no matter what situation he's put in heel or face, uh, he, he, he delivers and I hope that he continues to keep doing that in the future and going out and doing shit old school Kurt Angle style, like give kids medals on your way out, bro. Twist them ankles, wear that singlet with the exchange on the back of it. Like keep doing your shit. I kids, kids going to be great. And it was a good match for it being the rubber match. Um, I didn't see the first one. I wasn't at that show, but I've seen the last one and then this one and they put on good matches each time but yeah it was a good match i mean how do you feel about this one <laughs> i mean what do you mean you weren't at the show you're you you never miss the iw shows that's the one show i've missed in 90 shows um i went and saw clerks three instead that night so you weren't even supposed yeah. to be there that day i wasn't <laughs> Is, is his like we we bought we bought tickets like straight up we bought tickets for that clerks three movie like before russell razor was even announced so it was like well fuck me right <laughs> go figure <laughs> yeah that that shit sucks is is shaw's sister the redhead yes okay i wasn't sure if that was who you're referring <laughs> to but no she is fuck like she she's is, so funny dude and she was miss frizzle at the halloween show like yeah i that I, she's got I, a sense of humor i like her i almost referred to her as instead of saying the redhead because that's that could be a, a bunch of different people but i wouldn't be like oh the, the miss frizzle looking one because now that's yes. kind of what i see but, yeah uh, like ever since then mm-hmm. it's like ingrained yes but no she's rad she she was real funny i, I love her reaction to cisco and to anybody that he wrestles, really. But oh, this yeah. one was so funny. Getting up in his face with the fingers. Like, <laughs> she's she's the hoot. And she was sitting next to somebody who was, like, rooting for Cisco. So that made it oh, even no better. Shit. I didn't even realize. Oh, it was fucking great. Like, they were, like, almost battling each other. <laughs> like, it was, like, it was good oh. fun. Like, you could tell, like, they were friends. But, uh. That's great. Yeah, like, I knew that he was coming out of the Halloween show mm-hmm. because like she started like going crazy. Like when his music hit. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, <laughs> this, this is Shaw's uh, character that he's coming out. With. Okay. Got it. But yeah, I, I do love that. He's, he comes out with um, those medals and like gives one out because it's a very Bret Hart thing. And I feel like you don't see it a ton in, in wrestling anymore no i period really like it it was it's been bret hart's the big one that everyone will refer to bailey Bailey's the last one i can really think of that did anything like that because she would give out the headbands to the little girls or whatever up front yeah that's that's true yeah she's like the only one that i can think of that has done that in the last 10 years Mm -hmm. correct me if i'm wrong internet i'm sure somebody will tell me i'm wrong 
I'm pretty sure it's Bailey. Aunt Pam. Not me. Yeah, I can't. I can't think of anybody else. And if it was, it was someone who maybe did it for like a short period of time. That's all. That's almost like like why I kind of forget about Bailey because like she only did it for so long. Like Brett, or at least what seems like longer for me because I was a kid back then. Like Brett seemed to be doing. He did it for a while. With yeah. the sunglasses. Yeah. Yeah. That. I guess that was a while. Wow. Or maybe it would just felt like that because we were kids. Yeah, because I got I, Bailey might have been might have been roughly the same. Someone would be like, "No, actually, they both did it for the same amount of years." But like, I wasn't I wasn't a kid back when when Bailey was doing it. So, but nonetheless, like, I mean, you would probably find it like the people that at least did it to their level. Like, it's it's shallow if it's not just those two. So having a a dude on the independent scene who gets it so quick. To where, you know, he could be doing it for a number of years. Oh, absolutely. And the only picture I got with a wrestler at this show was Sean Mason. I, I wanted to get one, I think, like a show earlier, but I didn't. So at intermission, I was like, yeah, I'm like, I got to get, got to get that picture. And then I got the cookies. I didn't take any pictures at this show. Not a one. I would say neither did I, but I have like proof that I took a bunch of pictures. <laughs> yeah, that wrestling cheers account, you know. What's crazy is I used to do like Instagram fucking videos too. Like I would, I would uh, do it so people could like catch little bit, bits of matches here and there. Like I wouldn't do like a whole match and I would all, and I even like kind of had an agreement with, uh, I was like, yeah, I was Biggins at the time where like I wouldn't do, I wouldn't post finishes. Cause I think that was kind of the thing of you can post videos of matches, but don't post the finish. Yeah. That was the thing. Like I remember that like, back in i don't want to say back in the day but like when i first started coming i remember that being like very stressed like if you do do anything don't post the end result so i was always like weird like even doing like my gif stuff because like i would have to take like a video to turn it into a gif and i was worried i'm like oh no am i gonna get in trouble for this like yeah i mean how people just blatantly record not talking about you but people just blatantly record matches and don't even fucking care like this one asshat who ended up sitting in front of me but that's a different story for a different day i thought caden sat farther down oh hush. <laughs> it was it was not it was somebody that i don't know and stacy was gonna go to say something to him i was like well he's not the only one but he's the only one that i've noticed in the last 10 minutes that has recorded about nine and a half minutes worth of content uh but anyway <laughs> yeah, so, yeah with uh there i mean granted like that <laughs> that person was probably being a piece of shit but i do know that i i've seen people like videotape matches and the only thing the reason they're videotaping matches is like they're doing it for one of the wrestlers in the ring and those i like i'll see those like and that's like i think it's kind of crazy because like you're thinking like someone is just straight up fucking like recording a whole match Maybe they're going to post it. Maybe they're going to do whatever with it. And oh no, it turns out it's like the wrestler's significant other. And uh, one wrestler in particular always used to have his girlfriend take videos like in the bleachers of Mount Carmel. Yeah, this was a dude I've never seen before. And he recorded all of the match before Derek's match and like all of Derek's match that I know of for sure. Yeah. I was just like, I happened to look up during the first one like three separate times and all three of those times that he was like record it wasn't like pictures it was like i could see the record the red screen whatever yeah. i'm like 
bro, they literally have a thousand fucking signs up here. They say it at the beginning, like I. Mm, mm. We and used people started ble- bleeding everywhere, and he stopped recording because everybody started moving. We used to have a security guard that would uh, like go around and like tell people to stop recording. Yeah, I remember that, and people would get kicked out if they didn't listen. That was a long time ago. Oh, the olden days of AIW. People were also like way more wild back then, like dropping slurs in the audience and shit. Like, thankfully, we've come a long way. I would like to think. Oh, even like before you were going, <laughs> like Turner's Hall days. Huh? Yeah, I'm. I'm glad I wasn't a part of those, but I'm glad I started coming when I did. It. I. I fucking love AIW and I hold such a standard for indie wrestling because of it. Like I hate going to other shows because if they're terrible, I'm like, bro, why? (laughs) I love AIW. Like it's been the best like five fucking years. Like I've made so many friends. Like people have been so cool. Like I, I just, I don't know where I'd be without it. Honestly, it's kind of crazy, but I realized it the next day on Twitter that this show was the 11 year to the day anniversary of my first AIW show, Helen or seven. I've seen, I've seen within the last like month or so, a lot of people say that it's like their anniversary or going of going and it's been up teen years for everybody. I'm like, damn, man, that's like crazy. I see in like old like show cards and stuff like that. And like, who was there back then and it's just the realm of it all like from then to even when i started and then r- even right before i started yeah well like going that has changed so much going back to that first show because like I, I pulled up the flyer and i pulled up the match on or the card on cage match there there are four people that were on that card that are now in wwe johnny mia um Uha, aka Apollo Cruz, and um at that time Shima Zion. I forget uh, I forget his WWE name, but DJZ, whatever. Like four fucking people now in WWE. At least one person works for AEW, and that was BJ Whitmer. I think none of them none nobody on that card was wrestles for A AEW. And the if you would watch that show and see the gym, the church gym that they were in, this Hell on Earth crowd couldn't fit in there. I don't even know if they could wow. fit in there with the ring uh, not being in there. <laughs> like, it was a much smaller venue. And to watch AIW just grow is just crazy. I don't even know if we would have fit in Mount Carmel. Nah, we probably would have. I mean, We'd it might have been... Stuffed people in Mount Carmel. I mean, it might have been a, a tight one, but I mean, this was just... That place I was talking about and Turner's Hall were small. Like, I had been to shows at Turner's Hall where there wasn't a lot of people. But towards the end, like, there was standing room only around the venue. Oh, wow. Like, they had put out all the chairs that people sat in, filled it up as far as they could, and there was just people, like, lining up wherever they could to stand and watch. Which, ironically enough, was also a hell on earth. Was Was the last show there and the last show at Mount Carmel. Yep. I remember people saying that when that happened. But the last show at that previous church, which I think they AIW might have bounced around, but the last three shows, or actually four, I, were at that venue that I know of. 
but I was at the last three. It was Hell on Earth, Nightmare Before Christmas, and it had a number, and I can't remember the number, but it was the last one they ever did, and um, A Particular Girl's Night Out. That was the last one there. Gotcha. So, Shaw Mason and Cisco Silver. <laughs> yes, yes. 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 I, I'm wondering, going, going forward, if we'll see Cisco Silver again? Because, like, all right, he had these great three matches with Shaw, but Shaw wins. I'm I'm guessing we're done with this feud. So next month we'll see Shaw and Cisco in different matches. Well, where are we seeing Cisco? I, where where are we seeing know, Shaw? I'm not 100 percent on that myself. Um, I don't know if he's going to be in the locker room still. Um, I'm assuming there's quite a possibility. He seemed to be well received by from like a lot of the posts that I saw people say about him. Um, but if they do go forward with him, I don't know where he's going to be and with who, um, but Shaw, I'm excited to see what they do with him because it it doesn't matter who he faces. He's going to learn from the experience and he's going to have a great match. Like I, I have seen a hand, seen a handful. Jesus. I've seen all but one. Um, (laughs) and like he was on those Canton shows, it, I can't remember if he was on more than one, but at least one there. Yeah. So like he he he's good, and I I just want to see more of him. I want to see what John does with him from here. I don't want to give him a big head or anything. But like <laughs> I I don't want to blow him up like we did Mikey. But like he's for being so new, he's he's good. I want to go out on a limb and say that Shaw is the front runner for debut of the year if we're going with just AIW students oh for sure I gotta he's had a great year which I gotta get all that shit ready because literally with how uh these shows are falling the next show I should say is like that's in between Christmas and New Year's and the first show of the year will be the review of that show and then end of the year stuff so I gotta get the shit ready for nominations and uh voting how's it already the end of the year my guy well every day we get like closer and closer so it's like first start off like january 1st and then you know then you went to bed uh, (laughs) no but like it was like last week was my birthday yesterday was (laughs) yesterday was summer vacation and fucking tomorrow is christmas you know like everything has just gone by so quickly I just don't understand it. You got to look at the bright side. That means next week's your birthday. Oh, don't force that on me. <laughs> I don't want to get older. I'm done I'm <laughs> over it. I'm not in my thirties anymore. I'm done. This is what I've always said that kind of like helps me just get through life is like, it's always like, what's the next thing coming as like the next thing to look forward to. Cause that, that's how like, I feel like that's how we really get to the end of the year where it's like, you're looking forward to the next thing. Like right now it's, for some people, it could be Christmas, could be even just uh, this next AIW show. It could be, could be a bunch of stuff. But then it's, for me, it would be like, all right, we're into January. Well, that's, you know, NFL playoffs. we got NFL playoffs going on. And then you got the Super Bowl. And then February kind of sucks, but we got a lot of stuff going on in March. Um, February sucks my butt cheeks at fucking Toy Ohio. Oh, well, I, I was thinking like weather. <laughs> Like I hate, oh yeah well I, yeah i, I guess hate february, i hate february, february weather you and me both like nice birthday oh you mean a blizzard sure like 
I fucking hate February weather so fucking much. Yeah, February Sorry. sucks. Yeah. But yeah, we do, we do have Toy Ohio. <laughs> Hopefully we'll know some guests soon. I, I don't know about that. I think um I think old Egon said at the show that um he's not announcing anything. I think it's all gonna be a surprise, or maybe it'll be like the week of. But I would think I like you have to announce like guests because cause also like okay, like what stuff am I bringing to the show to get signed? Right. I thought about that too. I don't know who it could be though. Like obviously it's people from like being on the vlog and the vlog and everything. But like, I know it's not Nyla that was confirmed. Like, and that, that makes me sad unless things change. But like, as far as I know, that's a no. And I, I don't know who else could be there, but like, I'm hoping Charlie, because he's fucking hilarious and he always makes me laugh. Whip out a Desert Storm card at him and shit. I, I would, I would, I would wish Nyla would be there. I, oh, dude, I was hoping, I was hoping, and when I heard no, I was like, man, that's who I want to meet. Like, <laughs> she's hilarious. She's a juggalo. Char- whoop whoop. <laughs> I'm not a juggalo. I just know juggalo thing. Um, whoop whoop, Fago. Yeah, she, she always cracks me up. Man, I grew up on Fago. Like it just slays me. I can't even drink it now because they put fucking sucralose and shit in it. Half the reason why I want her to be there is because I I know I can go to a few WalMarts and get a, a figure of hers for at price instead of a markup. I just saw one tonight. I I Fuck thought it. I thought like we were kind of away from like her being a what's called a peg warmer because like my my walmart i think had her figures but eventually gone mine has had the same six adam pages two of those weird cody dynamite dolls in like the blue box or whatever that is it doesn't look like one of the other dolls like the same matt and nick the same cash and the same nyla for fucking months and i'm like bro can somebody fucking buy these so we can get some new fucking figure like i literally could not buy any and have not bought anything at walmart for christmas even because like i'm not buying that like you don't have anything i fucking want and then i see some of my followers and shit like one of my followers found a random Eddie out in the wild. And I'm like, bro, what? And he was like, yeah, I was going to try to get it for nine ninety nine because that's what it said on the peg it was on. And I was like, bro, if you would have got an Eddie for nine ninety nine, I would have died. But like, shit's so hard to come by in my area and it makes me so mad. I hate it. <laughs> sometimes you, you also... Figure collecting sucks. Sometimes you have to go to different uh, Walmarts and Targets too. Because like mine... Like, they've had the, kind of the same AEW figures for a while. I mean, they got in the new Punks and uh, the new Adam Pages, but they've had this, some of the same regular Britt Baker figures for a while. Uh, they've had, they might have had a, a JK, like one particular Jake Hager figure for a while. He's a peg warmer. Dude, there was a Hager peg warmer at Walmart for ages, and somebody ended up buying him. I was so surprised. Well, you, you so know, surprised. you know what the real hack is. Someone mentioned I've heard someone talk about this, and like I think they said it as a joke. But I'm like, technically, yeah, you could do that. You you want to get a, all new figures at your Walmart? You're you're gonna have to go to the, your Walmart and buy all them, and then you go to a different Walmart that maybe you don't go return to them. and return them. 
I was going to say, I don't want to do that. That's a lot of money. Man, you if the, I could you get the money back, though. Walmart, yeah, if I could grift another Walmart into doing that, oh, man, that'd be rad. This is, this is what you do since you're located where you are. Find a Walmart a little further away, but in PA. Send that shit to that, another fucking state. And that would be the Beaver Falls one, Chippewa. That would be my closest. That they actually get shit in. So, like, when I go there, I do look because they always have different stuff. But I haven't been over there. And that's like my hometown uh, Walmart. So I stop in there every so often. Yeah, that's the, it's the key. But real quick, the wrap up figure talk downfall of where I live. I only have a Walmart and the closest anything is like Boardman and surrounding areas. Everything's like over half an hour away. I fucking hate going there, especially this time of year. So it's like, yeah, I guess uh, I just suffer with Walmart. Um, Yeah, because I it's 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 such a shitty ass store i fucking hate it dude they didn't have eggs earlier wow the entire egg the entire egg wall was empty i sent stacy a picture i was like good thing you didn't want breakfast tonight like (laughs) because i make breakfast i make some bomb fucking breakfast burritos but like they literally had four containers of brown eggs like on the far right end of the picture and that was it nothing on the entire egg wall just empty wow i don't know what the fuck happened i'm like um hopefully y'all restock soon because i do want breakfast burritos like soon so shaw mason cisco silver i don't know how we on this fucking tangent (laughs) hi welcome to wrestling cheers where we talk about everything except for the show that we attended um so yeah shaw cisco maybe it happens again maybe we get like a best of seven i hope not because i hate best of sevens um but yeah so shaw great it was yeah shaw mason making cisco silver tap to pick up the victory it was fantastic yay all right let's move on to the next one (laughs) uh next up we got pme versus members only and uh good match good match yeah it, it wasn't terrible it wasn't great um i love members only i hate the heal bullshit with pme i'm i don't know i i'm indifferent at this point ever since they turned heel it's been a year of like hating pme at this point and i'm just like meh um i miss i miss fun pme um they're good at it though i'm i know i'm surprised how good they're they're good good at it i hate how good they are at it but like i miss fun loving erotic city pme like i don't know um but it was a good match Nothing stands out off the top of my head. I love Malcolm and Calvin. They're great. I think two years ago, if you would have told me like PME was going to be heels and they were going to be really good at it, I'd be like, hmm, really? Like, they're really good baby faces. They're, you know, fun loving. Like, who, who doesn't fucking love PME? But like, I think it took a little bit for them to settle into it, which is fine. It's not like they're huge veteran wrestlers. Like, but no, they, they fucking got it. And like, e- like even just like, the simple change of their music they keep the same song slow it down a little bit and like their swagger coming out to the ring so good i'm like yeah you these two are assholes fuck them silas and i hate pme (laughs) hey bobby hey bobby don't you hate pme like there's something with like 
Philly coming out with the unbuttoned shirt and the hairy chest. <laughs> the titty jiggle always <laughs> always makes me laugh. I love I love a good meaty titty jiggle like that. Can't see me, but I'm doing it right now. Don't you hate when I do that? Yeah, I got I got really nothing else on this match. I mean, this is you know I don't know if this is the first match that uh, members only have had with PME since uh, PME's lost the titles. Because I knew that's where that was uh, their debut match. But, you know, a lot, a lot has changed since then. So kind of like spoiling the victory of, you know, members only picking up the win. Like it's right. that, that, that's that's a pretty big improvement. Mm-hmm. Any uh, any other thoughts on this match? Cause I, I really I honestly have nothing. We have, we, have, we have no other tangents to go on right now. <laughs> Not yet, at least. Um, no, I no Nothing to add, nothing to subtract. Um, I miss old PME, but I love members only, so yay for them getting the dub. And the members only are gonna join the Duke, like <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> don't 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 put that evil on them, Ricky Bobby. Don't do it. I mean if Mance was gonna be put with the Duke, I mean everybody loved Mance. <sighs> I miss him. We all do. That was a conversation I think we had before the show. And I was like, Can we can we just book Mancer for like next hell on earth? Like we we know when it's gonna be. <laughs> can we have him check his calendar make sure everything's good just have him back at hell on earth like a year from now like i i honestly couldn't tell you well i can kind of I, i'm not supposed to be able to tell you any dates for next year there's one i was told about but this is only because it's in january well you act like i don't already have the calendar well i'm i'm not saying you i'm talking about other people pam I'm talking about the listeners <laughs> but i was but, but i was gonna say that there is one show Every year, we all know when it's going to be. Oh, yeah. Hell on Earth is going to be on Black Friday. The only time that it wasn't was 2020, but obviously. Yeah, COVID kind of <laughs> fucked shit up for us, but we're back, baby. Oh, shit, yeah. I just realized that not only were the 11 years to the day, but this was also the the show that I went to was Hell on Earth 7. This was Hell on Earth 17. Nice. Yeah, so I, I, got, I got nothing else here, but uh, let's uh, let's move on. Dominic Garini versus Isaiah Broner. Oh my God. Meaty men slapping meat. This wasn't slapping. (laughs) This wasn't an easy one for Isaiah, but it was a good one. Oh man. Them two made hmm. Dom. Oh my God. Just the, Oh, ow. (laughs) I don't know how they do it. Like I literally don't know how they do it, but like them two chopping the shit out of each other, man. It's, fucking insane like oh my god those two put on such a good match though fun fact both of them have wrestled minoru suzuki i feel like someone tweeted that out that was a fun crowd fact yes charles p margarine i don't know why i said p but that's silas's middle name p (laughs) um yeah no those two my goodness i didn't know how crazy things were gonna get between them I'm glad that they had the match, that they had the quality that they had. Oh, man. I can just, all I can replay in my head out of that match is Isaiah just, boom, and Dom falling to the ground. Like, <laughs> both hands on his chest, and then Dom was gone. Like, it was like, never mind, I'm not going to make that joke. <laughs> I just need a second to laugh about it to myself. I, I obviously don't know who's going to win what for the end of the year stuff, but oh. I I feel like... Isaiah should be a finalist 
for AIW Wrestler of the Year. Oh, absolutely. I think it's going to it's going to potentially come down to like him and Bishop. Bishop will probably win, but the last year that he has had at AIW, I didn't know shit about him from before. How, how long he's been out there doing stuff, what have you. But just the moment that he walked out in that Versace fucking bulletproof vest or whatever that he wore, I just knew he was going to be a problem, but in a good way. And then the problem he became. And he has put on some clinics with some people. And Dom, Dom was no... Dom was no different, and they put on a great match. I hope Broner and uh, Suzuki is also a finalist for match of the year. Right. There's there's like a number of matches that I can see could get to that point, but it's obviously going to depend on like you know what four matches get the top nomination, and that like actually it's, it's kind of because of the whole match of the year category is why there won't be nominations until uh, New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. Because I have to, we have to make sure, like, there could be a bomb-ass fucking match on this next card. But if we do right, we do all the voting and everything early, then we're potentially missing out on that because we'll be forgetting it by the end of next year. So I w- that's why we'll have nominations out, like, shortly after, just so this show gets counted. But Broner, Broner should be picking up some wins or at least getting a few finalist nominations on some stuff because easily one of the the best years in AIW and I was I would even go out and say like if you you look at where someone was in AIW the end of last year to the beginning of or the end of uh, this year fucking Broner's like the most improved I'm not I'm not talking skill wise it's like where he has like put himself on the card and it did kind of start with last year at this time <laughs> When he knocked the bejesus yeah. out of fucking filthy Tom. Like, oh like, my God, I forgot about that match. Like we, we kind of knew what to expect from Broner, but that was like the, the big moment where it was like, yeah, we're, we're getting more of this in 2022. And we did. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Forever he, grateful. What were your thoughts on this match? Fantastic. Downright fantastic. No, no other words. Cause those two were fantastic. If I'm correct last year, I think Isaiah was on the pre-show. I think so. He had the match with the Weirdster. Was that purple shirt? Or no, that was this year. Yeah, because I'm fairly sure that was pre-show. No, uh, yeah. I, I, uh, nonetheless, I thoroughly enjoyed the match. I, I, I figured Isaiah was going to win, but you, I, you never know. It's fucking. It's not like Dom's a fucking schlub himself. But I don't necessarily want to like say I'm complaining because I mean it, it. It does happen in wrestling. It, it, like like if that ending wasn't messed up. Oh my God. Cause it was Isaiah doing that kip up and he was supposed to fucking clothesline uh, Dom. And like when he did the kip up, he it, it did, didn't work. He just didn't get up. All uh, right. Right. And oh my God. Like if that would have flowed, that would have been his new gift with Tom, but with Dom. Like, oh fuck. That would have been great. But they recovered from it a little, but knowing like, oh man, like if that would have just connected, whoo. Because that would have been the perfect time to go to intermission, which is, you know, uh, what we did. Because it was Isaiah Broner pinning uh, Dom for the win after that. Yeah. I didn't know how that was going to end, but Isaiah getting the win, that's good stuff. All right. Let's uh, move on to the next one. Nine to five versus balking season. 
there was a part of me that in this match, I thought nine to five was going to win. Was this the one right after intermission? I believe so. Normally, Man, I was re- normally I was when, real surprised it wasn't the scramble. Nor I believe because I believe it, it was. We went to intermission after Broner and actually here's here's how the way I can check because normally when we come back, I will tweet like coming back from intermission. We have blah 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 blah. Let me see the match ended. The previous one I had that tweeted out at nine twenty one, and the next match was tweeted out at yeah because we had a fifteen minute break. Yeah, we had a 15, well, supposed 15-minute break. We are supposed to be back at 9.35, and that didn't happen. So, yeah. That's oh, yeah, it was way after. Because, <laughs> like, I, I even tweet this out, like, after every, uh, uh, everybody comes out, and then I have to, like, word it and all that kind of shit. So there's a little bit of a delay, but nonetheless, like, right. it wasn't no 15-minute delay. <laughs> like, I think we, right. we might have got back around, like, quarter tell. But, yeah, uh, things that I love about this match, like, Nine to five might never win the tag titles in AIW, but I'm fine with that because both Jack and Lewis are like veterans. So right. like them just working with talent is great, but they are so easy to hate that it, it it's really good. Yeah. Real easy to hate as in, I hate them <laughs> and I hate their stupid ties and I hate the, the music and I hate, that they sold me a donut. That's what I was waiting for. <laughs> you think my fat ass is going to forget? Uh-uh. I want my donut. Give me my donut. Remember that I'll ta- be waiting. Remember that time they faked us all out and there was celery sticks and carrots and fucking grape tomatoes and all that shit. All the accrut- accoutrement for wings. Where are my wings? Give me my wings. Um, no. We don't like that. We wanted donuts. They sold us donuts, Justin. I will die on this hill. What if we all got like donut holes and threw them at them? That would be a waste of Timbits and or Munchkins, and I would be very sad about that. They were the Sheets ones, maybe because they are not that great. Um, but if they were Munchkins, I'd be real sad, especially the the blueberry ones. Oh, you know what we should do? Try to buy like Dale donuts from a place <laughs> and throw those at them. Oh my gosh! Yeah, like. Do you guys have any from like three days ago that are rock hard? <laughs> or better yet, buy them three days before. Well, no, because you you got to waste them. I don't. You don't want to waste them. Waste them. Because I was gonna say buy them three days before the show. But no, like trying to get them to where like they sell you ones that are already bad. Or just give. Do we know anybody that works at a donut shop that's got the hookup? You know those ones that you're gonna throw out. Right. Just like just yeah, like put them to the side because you know no one's no one's gonna miss them. They were just gonna go in the garbage. And we can throw them at yeah. Lewis Linden and Jack Furville. How do we not know anybody that works at a fucking Dunkin'? That's so crazy. Yeah, I don't know. Do we know anybody that works at a Giant Eagle? Because, I mean, they got a bakery. I do, but they live in PA. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Giant Eagle's Donuts might be, like, some of my favorite. I love their bagels. Never had the bagels. Oh, my God. Uh, the um, uh, everything bagel is my favorite. Do they, do they have like a ranch bagel? Ew. No. <laughs> Which is great. Because ew. I think for Things me. Things we can talk about on the upcoming episode of Food Talk with Justin and Pam. We'll, we'll talk about it at the end of the show. But uh, <laughs> I I think I'm partial to Giant Eagle Donuts because like growing up in the town that I did, like if you wanted donuts, like that was like pretty much like the only place you could go to. Now, I mean, right. now now they have a Dunkin'. 
but yeah, like that was the place like my dad would always go to, to get donuts. So like anytime that I have some of the donuts, especially like my favorite is, I don't care what anybody says. Like I do love cream sticks. And if I eat one of theirs, like it does like hit that nostalgia trigger. Cause it's like, I have it for so long and I really liked it. And the other really good place that I liked was a small shop in Ravenna, which I would get that a lot too. But unfortunately they went out of business. I mean, they were, they were around for years. The owners retired. They found someone to buy the shop and uh, there was a lot of complaints with how they were doing stuff. Kind of like they, they weren't living up to the same standards and they, they eventually just fully went out of business. They had some really good donuts too. I used to work at a place walking distance from the bakery and I worked night shift. So there was occasional sometimes like at the end of our shift, we would like all walk up there and like grab some of their donuts. They were so good. And they had good cookies. And oh my God, for those who lived in the area, would know what I'm talking about. It's called, it was called deluxe bakery. So good. Yeah. That sounds fire. Now I want some donuts. Thanks. Nine to five. Yeah. Nine to five bitches. But going back to what I was saying, I, I, there was a part of me that was thinking that they were going to win. Like, could you imagine nine to five winning the tag titles? No, not at all. Never not once crossed my mind. Because why? Could you imagine the crazy reaction? Yeah, John would do something like that because of that. But I'm glad he didn't because yay. Oh, and the other thing that that I really liked about this was pre-match stuff of a bulking season coming out to the, the same song from Office Space. Mm-hmm. love that because at first i was like what the fuck they changed their theme again like what what's going on with them then i'm like oh wait a minute gotta match the promo which was like one of the best promos ever it, it was an office space reference yeah that's what everybody told me now are you like it have you seen the off- office space oh yeah okay i have you seen my steep blue I just rewatched that not too long ago. And it was the first time I'd watched it in a long time. I think it was because Amanda had never seen it. Oh, wow. So I, I didn't even see it until I was, I think I was 20. Because then uh, an ex had it and like we were, she wanted to watch it. Yeah, I don't remember how old I was when I saw it, but <clears throat> it's definitely one I've seen a good handful of times. But it's not like one of my sit down go tos. Like I've seen dumb shit like uh, Fun with Dick and Jane more than I have. I've never seen that movie. Or Big Fat Liar. I've never seen that movie. <gasps> oh my god! Yeah, a lot of people haven't because nobody got my tweet. Yeah, sad. I've seen Liar Liar. Seen that a bunch of times. Oh my god! Yes, can quote that movie front the fucking back. I used to have the scene memorized of him going from the elevator to his office when he couldn't lie. What's it gonna be today, Fletcher? A pop mark eventually. My favorite is Do Simmons. Simmons is old. <laughs> that whole thing. Oh, that's a good scene. Can't remember if I've home. I can't remember if I've rewatched that lately. Did you know that I mean, you might have seen the videos that Fire Marshal Bill's in that movie? What? In the scene uh where after Jim Carrey like crashes at the airport or whatever, mm-hmm. and like he's in the luggage, there's a part where fire marshal bill aka jim carrey right is walking around in the background and it is one it's not like oh it's the guy no it's jim carrey being fire marshal bill that's hilarious i'll have to like rewatch that because i've never noticed that ever i've, I've never seen that movie a thousand times 
I never noticed it while watching it. I just, I'd seen videos like pointing it out and I'm like, no fucking way. That's insane. And it, it links to wrestling too, because there's like a wrestling reference in it. Cause he wants to go to uh wrestling. Yeah, he does. And the claw could be like a finisher. No one can stop the claw. Well, speaking of claw, you got the balking season. I mean, they're, they got a, a claw move. That's true. It wasn't the claw move that got the W, but. It was, uh, I don't know the the move name, but it was uh, Chuck Stone pinning Lewis Linden for a balking season to pick up the win and reach. Oh, yeah, this was for the AW Tag Team Championships. I don't think I mentioned that. Yeah, I was just getting to the tweet. It's even in the first tweet. Helen R17 yeah. continues with 9 to 5 versus Chuck Stone and Arthur MacArthur for the AEW Tag Team Championship. Totally fucking missed that. Hmm. Happens to the best of us. But yeah, the Balkan season retained the uh, tag titles. For now. <laughs> Let's move on to the next one. Now, I kind of figured we were going this direction because, like, earlier in the night with. Josh Prohibition not being there, which, oh, it was meant, which Josh fucking breaking kayfabe on Twitter saying that, oh, I got COVID, guys. I had a really bad case of it. Sorry, I couldn't make it. But uh, oh, s- since that match didn't happen and I knew M-Dog was there and Vic Vice was supposed to be in this match, I was like, oh, like M-Dog's going in there, which, right. no offense to Vic, that made this match better. A, because M-Dog and he fits the criteria of this match but that's also divided it up to where and i like how that's how we started off you had like three students versus three uh, aiw veterans of, of different stature which i didn't really mention it yet it was sam holloway versus austin james versus tyson riggs versus m dog versus riley rose versus the scramble god chase oliver so was that there was that nice balance of like Three newer wrestlers, three older wrestlers, and just adding in the scramble concept was was great too. Yeah, I thought I thought Chase was gonna have that one on lock there. I even bet uh, I bet money on him, whole whole dollar with Mo. He had money on Riley. I had my money on Chase. We were both greatly surprised with the outcome. So somebody should have had their money on the actual winner. Yeah, because it wasn't either one of those guys. It, I mean, that kind of surprised me. I mean, I figured, you know, Chase, Chase wins another scramble. It's what he does. Then you also got like M-Dog in there. I don't know if I, I would have put money on Riley Rose winning. I was like, bro, his name is literally the scramble guy. Like what? That's why I was like Chase 100%, you know? I mean, unless the idea of, of picking Riley Rose is like figuring like, oh, like he, he's going to be on the come up soon. He's, he's going to finally get that win and like build those wins up. But not here. Not, not against chasing everybody else but right i would this was a little bit normal scramble match you know not a not a complaint seeing a little bit more from sam holloway of like the dude's strength which awesome to see everybody came out of this match unscathed as far as i know which is fantastic with some of the people that were in this match yeah i always i always worry um but yeah it, it was just it was good scramble i it was nice to see like the three newbies versus what would be the vets at this point um, for a scramble match. I was kind of expecting it to come, like like I said a little bit ago, I was expecting it to be the first match back from break because usually scramble match, you know, started off hot and coming back. But, oh, excuse me. Yeah, it was a good match, though. Very much enjoy a scramble. 
was Austin James shocking the world, pinning uh, Riley Rose for the win. Yeah, baseball boy surprised me. Did not expect it. He also came out to a shorter uh, intro song. (laughs) Yeah, I noticed that. I think it was like only 15 seconds. Not too shabby this time. All right, let's uh, let's move on to the next one. (laughs) All right, things continued with uh, Matt Cardona coming out and... uh, he, he wanted to make. He was saying he was going to make it. He was making an official announcement. He had. He knows that we we had heard the rumors, and uh, he wanted to let us know that every, everything was true. And he he talked to the boss, and it would be different this time. And he, here I am, waiting for it, waiting for it. And yep, uh, Matt Cardona, which who was wearing a purple AIW hoodie at this point, unzips it and says that he is still the AIW absolute and intense champion and uh, in his match versus West tonight. will you know, the titles will not be on the line. So that, that adds something interesting. So Cardona's not done for good in AIW. Expect him to see him more. Sorry, not sorry. I, I don't know where this goes though. Obviously Cardona has to quote, lose those to Derek and Josh, but how, there's a lot of, I think, questions in the air of like how this is going to pan out. Because spoiler alert, we see both Derek and Josh in the next two matches and they have their titles. And I think, I think real life, uh, Cardona just used the same titles, but deep down, I'm hoping that he paid the money to get replicas made so he can have versions of them because that would be the only way that would explain like even just the idea of like, why would Josh and Derek give those titles to him even if he was bringing them back like what that doesn't make sense so yeah pam what what are your thoughts on the real aiw <sighs> absolute and intense champion matt cardona um uh he's not uh i don't know what world brother's living in but uh it's not the real world and um he doesn't is it, have is it rules it's, it, it's something <laughs> it's, it's something make believe that's for fucking sure um he is fucking crazy. Like he was injured. He doesn't have them anymore. Those are not obviously. If, even if he did have replicas made, like LMAO at you, or if they're duplicates or what, I don't. I'm not sure. But Josh and Derek are both their rightful owners of their titles, and they no fuck that guy. Like also boring as shit. Like. My God, I thought Ethan Wright put me to fucking sleep. Like, I was, oh. And to hear him say Deathmatch King as I'm wearing a Nick Gage shirt. Like, I'm sure there's a lot of other people that have done it better. But, like, Nick Gage is my Deathmatch King. Um, Josh is also my champion. And so is Derek. Not, not that dumb fuck. That's 100% for sure. Like, I get it. I'm... I'm one of the people that this is supposed to piss off. I don't like him. I've never, I can't say I never liked him because when I first got back into wrestling, woo, 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 I liked it. But like now, no, like, no, you suck. Everything about you is boring. Collect your fucking action figures and go about your fucking life. Like, I, I don't know. Like if he continues to be at AIW and does things, maybe, he'll get better at things and I'll actually start to like him. But 
I don't know. I don't fucking like him, and I'm glad that Wes got to fucking beat him up. And I hope more people beat him up in the future. It fucking sucks. All right, I'm I'm gonna edit all that out, and I just want you no, to say. No, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. That stays in all of it. I don't care. I wish this was video. See my finger. <laughs> I don't have video editing skills. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't want you to see me right now. Anyway, I look like a beluga whale, and I'm sure he would like use that against me at some point. So, because he seems he seems like the one that would fat shame somebody. I'm just saying, like, hundred percent. I'm trying to figure out if he actually does. I think if he if he does, it's like the people who like just like hardcore talk shit to him on Twitter, like the real low lives. But even oh, then, he don't know he don't know me from anybody, so <laughs> I'm sure that he would just take one look at my profile after <laughs> catching wind and just fucking decimate me to shit and back. <laughs> Josh and Derek are not my champions. My champions that are had, that had real that had real mega feel to it. Not my champions. <laughs> the uh, my champions are Ben Fruth and Corey Winters. I saw your tweet about that. <laughs> I'm like, I wish I knew who they were for me to get this joke, but uh, like local guys that like fizzled out probably in like uh, I want to say 2013, gotcha. maybe even technically like part of somewhere in 2012. They were more. I feel like they were more jobbers than anything. I don't remember ever them ever seeing them in anything like really legitimate. I don't say legitimate like company wise, like storyline wise type thing. That's not like they were, you know, like winning tons of matches, but right. Like the joke is cause like they were so bad. Like, you know, that's why like, Oh, they're going to be the ones to like come back at Colin for the gold and win it. And since just like being able to say like my own champions, I'm like, Oh, they're my champions. Watch well, like, Thorn will find a way to like bring them back for gauntlet. Not saying they would win it, but like I would like freak out, but I would also be like on the floor laughing because it's like, oh, there goes that joke. Right. Yeah. There, there is a lot of you that like don't like Cardona. I find him somewhat entertaining. I, I get why certain things are done to say he's worse than Ethan, right? Come on, Pam. Bro, I was literally falling asleep, like literally falling asleep. I could feel myself falling asleep. And that's what I used to do during Ethan's matches. I would feel myself falling asleep. I, I feel like with Cardona, I knew the swerve was coming, but I was trying to figure out where he was going with like everything with the speech early, mm-hmm. early on. But I, I didn't expect that. And I, this is what I'm hoping. Like, as much as I, I do like Cardona, I did want to see the match with him versus Bishop. Like, I wanted to finally see the the proper end of that storyline to me this seems like this is a chance to like redo it but i don't know how because now you're also including the intense title which granted it was a part of everything but we separated the titles and Derek's champion so are are we leading to a triple threat match which i don't want to see because then you have to get like a really weird stipulation of like okay I would guess this is how it would go. Like, okay, whoever gets the first fall gets to pick what title they want. And then the next fall gets the other title or like, which to me seems just really weird. What I would like to see. And it's kind of what I wanted to see the whole time. There was someone with two titles in the IW. I want to see them in two matches. 
Have them defend oh, the absolutely. Have them defend the intense title in a match, and have them defend the absolute title in a match. That's the only thing I could think of. Like, okay, Derek gets his match against Cardona. Bishop gets his match against Cardona. I would love to see Derek fuck his ass up. That wouldn't put me to sleep. I'd stay full on awake. <laughs> I mean, granted, Josh too, but like, yeah, he puts me to sleep. I hate him. I want each one of them to fuck him up respectively. All right, I'm done. I'm sorry. I'll calm down now. I mean, it's not It's not just you. I read, read a lot of vitriol for Cardona on Twitter over fucking weekend. The weekend? Shit. Last year? I, well, I'm, I'm talking like... It's been a part of shit. I'm talking about like mainly like people's reaction to this match. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and like what he said and all that kind of stuff. I don't know. It's, to me, it's all laughable. Yeah. Like I know. Not to be mean and call him out, but Caden just giving Cardona the finger every time he's around. Like it's kind of the reaction he wants. Yeah, that's why that's why I said I said about me. Like I I know he wants this. Like this is what. He wants out of it. I fucking hate it. But like, I can't sit there and fucking pretend to like it. Like, I no, you're gonna get this reaction out too. And I like, I restrain myself. I try not to boo and I try not to do the finger. But like, I break after like thirty seconds and then I start booing hard. And I'm sure y'all can hear my ass because I'm not quiet. And I start flipping him off. And the one time he saw me do, it, but like, I, it don't matter. That it, it doesn't matter. He he sucks. Fucking hate him. Booze and middle fingers all day. Sorry. <laughs> I, I think for me, I'm just curious where we're going. Yeah. Because I thought just coming into this show, this was just kind of be a one and done of like, okay, Wes gets his revenge. And then we probably never see Cardona ever again. Or just like, we'll see him randomly. He'll get, he'll get an AIW booking. Fine. But now we're throwing him back into the like, well, I'm still champion because I never lost them, which I don't care what people think of Cardona personally. Just like, just the idea of that as a storyline. I mean, it makes sense. Hey, I didn't lose that fucking thing. It's uh reminiscent of Bret Hart and Razor Ramon when, not Bret Hart, uh, Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon when Shawn uh, went away for a while over a suspension. And then when he came back, he was, he still held the tact, uh, the uh, Intercontinental title, even though Razor had won it while he was gone. Right. So, oh, are we getting to a ladder match? I left the tweeters. I'm not sure. No, because imagine, imagine uh, oh, you 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 have both ti- both titles above the ring. Yeah, but they're not together because that that would be completely dumb. Because we we separated these fucking titles. We're done with that shit. <laughs> so this shit needs to be separate. So if yeah. You, so yeah, that could uh that could be that could be a way to go. But we'll we'll see. And I, but I mean, this episode's gone on uh, pretty long. We still have two more matches. But the thing that I I do like about this is I figured. I figured Wes was winning. This was him, you know, getting his revenge. And then kind of when Cardona was like, oh, the titles aren't on the line. I'm like, oh, yeah, then then Wes is definitely winning. Right. Because now, now there's my thought, too. That was the, the idea of like, all right, now, now there's going to be this discrepancy of like, oh, well, Wes won. You you openly said that the titles weren't on the line to begin with. I was glad Wes won. I would say I, I, I kind of I still want Rip City versus major players. But, yeah, that would be a good one. I've been kind of waiting for that to possibly happen to but, but i say that because i really like brian myers oh no love brian myers absolutely fuck fuck i almost called him zach Ryder. jesus christ matt cardona though uh any uh thoughts on wes and broski uh yeah and no um i hate matt cardona um i like wes barkley 
glad that Wes got to have a good match with Matt um, because I don't prefer Matt's wrestling. I don't, it's too WWE set for me. I don't know. Um, but yeah, what they had a good match, and I'm glad Wes won. I'm excited to see what it turns into. At least it doesn't seem like Cardona never wants to put anybody over. Right. Because you would figure he would he would refuse to lose this match. Or, I mean, I I really wanted to see that blow off with him and Bishop because I felt like he would have put over Bishop good. It would have been, you know, the the payback of all the shit that happened. And it, it would have been fucking epic. Granted, we still got a really good match and probably match of the year contender with, you know, Bishop and Derek. Absolutely. It was uh, Wes Barkley pinning the real champion, the deathmatch king, Matt Cardona, for the win. Stop saying that. That's not real. <laughs> it's not real at all. Uh, Mr. Cardona, as we like to call him around the house. Get back. <laughs> Get wrecked, bots. Both of you. <laughs> all right, let's uh, move on to the next one. Next up, we had Matt Justice versus Kaplan versus Derek Dillinger for the AIW Intense Championship. How the fuck we talk about match of the year contenders? Could be. This match was fucking crazy. We had bleeding everywhere. We had the walkway fucking completely destroyed. One board was like kind of broken. And then the other one just Derek was pushed right through it. Thoughts on this match? Jesus fucking Christ. No, that's Matt Justice. LMAO. Um, but seriously, I, these three worry me sometimes um, because they don't care. They don't care about anything. They don't care about their bodies. They don't care about their opponent. They don't care about their surroundings. They don't care about anything when they start. Sometimes they do, but most times they don't. And the amount of blood that was shed throughout this match proved it. Um, the insanity that ensued, it, it went too many places. I couldn't keep up. I had to move all of my shit and pack up and go about and go elsewhere, or I was going to get bled on. Um, Matt had a hole in the side of his head that he stuck, he stuck his finger in. Yeah, he stuck his finger in it. Um, according to what I was told and question here a second ago. Um, yeah, the fuck crazies. They're all crazies. The crimson, crimson, Jesus Christ, crimson mask that Derek had. Uh, Oh my God. Just, I love these guys. And this was a match that exceeded my expectations. I just wish that they would take more protected hair headshots. I, I worry sometimes, but thing like insane a- match, great match, definitely match of the year candidate. And uh, I will let you talk about the spot because you were closer than I was. So talk about how crazy that looked up close because <laughs> it was crazy for me standing on a chair from what I saw. Yeah, I'm I'm shit on move names. I forget exactly that. Oh, I'm the absolute worst. That's why I don't have a fucking podcast. And that's why I don't try to call matches. Oh, there's a reason when I, I tweet results, I just say who won and who lost. I don't say, oh, they, <laughs> they, they won with a... I can't think of a name of a match. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know shit about shit either. Maybe, maybe it's a Death Valley driver. I'm not 100% sure. 
but we'll call it wrestling move a <laughs> in the in the words of Vince McMahon you know he hit him with a maneuver what a maneuver uh, and he goes but basically just sends Derek him and Derek right through the stage and like as I saw what was gonna happen I said they're breaking the state this uh, walkway again it's like the same thing we saw at another hell on earth uh with I think Joey Janela and Justice. I yeah, think- they love doing that shit. <laughs> it's like, hey guys, we gotta walk here, but we're gonna go right through it. No worry. It's all right. There's nothing underneath that's gonna protect us. We're good. Yeah, I I felt like they did that on purpose. Maybe fucking Derek and Matt did it on purpose. Like they knew what was gonna happen. But I just felt like, oh, like this we're getting this spot at hell on earth again. Okay, cool. But Matt no, jumping I, off the staircase was rad too. Yes. But yeah, this shit was just fucking crazy. And I shout out to Ziggy because if that whole thing wasn't planned, or at least like the aftermath of like having to kind of recover, she fucking grabs Bill Alfonso and like starts doing shit with him. Yeah. And I'm just like, I completely forgot about that because of how fucking crazy that match was. So. Like, even, like, her doing that didn't feel planned, but it was, like, a nice uh-huh. improvise. It kind of, like, took a little bit of attention away from the whole. So, yeah, it was, that was great. And, yeah, like, this this will get some nominations for Match of the Year, hands down. Oh, absolutely. I agree 100%. It was uh, Derek pinning Matt Justice to retain the AAW Intense Championship, and, yeah, he was a fucking bloody mess. Goddamn right he won. All right, let's, let's move on to the main event. We had Joshua Bishop versus Eric Stevens for the AIW Absolute Championship. And one of the quietest moments I've ever experienced in AIW. And I was able to yell perfectly, loudly, thumbs up for Bishop. And it, it didn't feel like it was getting like covered up by like crowd noise or... or it, it was stuff. so good. Like, it was, yeah, it was Brock perfect. couldn't have even... Brock couldn't have even timed it that good. Like it, it was so good. Like, and other people did it too. Like it wasn't just me and you from one end to the other. Other people were doing it. I was like, yes. It, it's something that has like caught on of doing of people putting thumbs up for Bishop, but that was one like there was no excuse. You, heard it. we all heard it. I'm sure Brock heard you too, all the way at home. Yeah, normally I, I te- text him, but I forgot to text him. He was sicky. He may not have gotten back to. You. That's why he wasn't there. That uh, that I knew, but like I would have been like, how'd I do? But true, true. I mean, short and sweet on this one because we've gone long enough. But yeah, <laughs> I, I kind of figured this is how we were gonna go. Like it was gonna be Josh winning, but you got just like the absolute craziness of Eric Stevens in this as well. Um, yeah, they finally broke the three D door, dude. A monumental moment in AIW history. Like I cannot believe that fucking door lasted as long as it did. Like, and half the reason door lasted so longer than some of the trainees. <laughs> that that door felt like it lasted longer than the Confederacy. No, oh, my dear lord. <laughs> I have to say, felt like because obviously it didn't last four years. It could have. It really could have. No, just four months. But one of my biggest issues is that door was put up right in the same corner that I was in. Mm. So it blocked a lot of like what was going on. And then after the table broke, or not table, the door broke, nobody moved that door. So it was still like partially in the way. 
real fucking annoying. That sucks. Yeah, that was that was a good match. I love Eric Stevens. Um, I love that he is back, and it sucks that he didn't win. Cause I was kind of hoping maybe for a swerve. Um, but yeah, those two put on a good match. Josh is such a beast. Someone say he's a grown ass man. Grown ass man. Yeah, it was uh, Bishop pinning Eric Stevens to retain the AW Absolute Championship? Uh, yeah, that uh, that kind of covers anything. Any uh, final thoughts or last minute plugs before we go? It was great to see the Goldsteins. Um, I love that they were able to come out and we got to hang out with them. Um, after party was a fun time. Uh, for the people that did get to make it out, um, place wasn't bad. I guess. Um, it was great seeing everybody. I love getting to hang out with all, all of my pals at the Russells. Uh, still the same bullshit. You find me on Twitter while it still exists. Um, <laughs> same handle. Pamela Nicole, two ways, underscore two E's at the end. If you don't know what that means, fucking figure it out. Um, new girl podcast possibly coming in 2023, all depending on how my life goes. I know I said that at this time last year. 2022 was kind of a mess. Um, I'm hoping to get things back to normal. Uh, we're going to have a food podcast coming out soon, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah if, Hi, if, Silas. If, if everything goes right uh, next week, uh, it'll either be the main episode or a potentially a bonus episode. I haven't figured out how shit's going to go. Uh, me and Pam are going to do a call-in episode where people can ask us questions about food. Not like yeah. we're not necessarily food experts, but I don't know. Like we, we got some good feedback on uh, like the last time Pam was on. We, we did talk about a lot of food. So it's like, okay, like, like we'll kind of capitalize on that. And like people who like that, you call us in like any food, food questions you want us to talk about or topics, whatever, like we'll do, we'll do it. So yeah, that, that's, um, that's the plan for next week. I'll put out the number and everything. We, I haven't done a call in episode for like, I think over a year so. That will be fun to do. Pam was actually going to be the guest of, uh, a few weeks ago, but just shit didn't line up. No, I was opening a store in Pittsburgh and shit that just did not work out for me at all. <laughs> I was working way too fucking much. I mean, in all honesty, I I could have scheduled things a little bit differently. I thought you were going to leave for to training like earlier than you did because I well, probably <clears throat> I probably should have worked that out with you and then had Ziggy on the next week. Well, OG plan was like literally up until I got there, I was just doing morning. And then they were like, oh, well, we don't have a PM person. You also do PM. And I was like, yeah, what the fuck else am I going to do? Just sit in my hotel room and do nothing? Like, sure, I'll work. So that's why it ended up being, yeah, to, oh crap, I'm not getting out of here until midnight kind of shit. So, well, there was also like just scheduling it when. Could have, we could have did it when you weren't there. Like I could have did it earlier in the week before you left. That's true. <clears throat> when I instead, like that's when I was record or when I initially wanted to record with Ziggy, but we did push it back a couple days. So like it, w it would have worked out. Right. But it's cool though. It's going to work out now. So like a month to like the next AIW show. So we've got some time to kill. And there's also the Christmas episode coming up. That's all that I'm looking forward to. To another uh, twenty hour conversation with me and Jesse. Yeah, those ones are always long. I thought we were bad. I think collectively, probably every episode he's been on, we're talking like I think it's close to eight hours. Oh my! Well, I'll probably like try to keep it close to two hours this year. 
if that. But we'll we'll, we'll see how shit goes. But anyway, uh, <laughs> you want you want to throw out your hive too because that's something I got we got to kind of get used to maybe. Um, let me double check. Is this the same as my Twitter? I think it's the same. No underscore. I can't. That's what I couldn't remember if it had the underscore or not. Uh, yeah, no underscore. So two A's, two E's. Ooh, and this one has music, so you can listen to my current favorite song right now, which will probably surprise a lot of people. I had mine for the one for November, which was Arlo Guthrie's Alice's Restaurant, so I need to change that. But um. Oh, I I might change it for December. If I put a December song up, it's going to be my favorite fucking Christmas song ever. Um, and that might surprise a lot of people. I, f- I fucking love that song. Stay tuned. Uh, so, yeah, uh, of course, you can find myself at jsummers330 on Hive, TikTok, Twitter and Instagram, much like you can find the show on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. I don't know if I'm going to create a Hive for Wrestling Cheers. We'll figure that out. But it's... Of course, everything else, like I said, just like, yeah, you know, <laughs> the, the the other stuff I get into right here where I say Facebook.com slash wrestling cheers, Twitter.com slash wrestling cheers, and Instagram.com slash wrestling cheers. Email, if you so choose, desire wrestling cheers at gmail.com. Like I said earlier in the show, please rate, review, and subscribe. Your Everless is Fine podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music or podbean.podbean.com and all of those links are in the show notes and under the link tree link. Check out our podcast friends such as Pod Van Dam, Super Fantastic Podcast, It's Evolution Baby, The IndieCast, Sobros Network, Biff Radio, GameWorks Podcast, Powerbomb Jitsu, Spotlight Series, Fully Posable, Positively Pro Wrestling, IW Guide, if you catch my grift, at odds with wrestling, marks with mics, X over, the Powell Driver podcast, Tornado Tag podcast, the Uncut Wrestling podcast. This ends at prom and porch talk, and check out our other non-podcasting friends such as the Mystery Men, Redline Radio, Mouse's Wrestling Adventures, VHS Party Tonight on Instagram, Danger Zone Video in Juliet, Tennessee, Heart of Gold. Toy Hio Toy Show, Time Capsule Toys, Stay Tough, Smoke and Jay's Barbecue, JCP Designs, Midwest Territory, Southern Underground Pro, and the official graphic designer of Wrestling Cheers, Moy Boy Designs. That will do it for us here on Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name. And can me and Pam keep an episode under two hours? I don't know. Never! <laughs> can me and a member of that household over there keep an episode under two hours? Never. <laughs> Later. Peace. It's the wrestling cheers. Get up on your feet. Praying in your day in the middle of the week. And yeah, you gotta love the show. Yeah, you know it holds a title for the best podcast. Talking wrestling in Ohio. Finishing a cold one. Take a load off. We ain't all about the prohibition like Josh. So we cheers. And then we sit back, other shows are in the trash, kinda like they Nick Stapp Like the name is Matt Justice, wearing all the gold Wrestling Cheers is coming to a close The number one podcast going in the game And one day everybody's gonna know the name It's the Wrestling Cheers This is Platinum Max, signing off Ohio, Good night. the world, Good night. We love you, we'll see you next week